I am STEM, the system operating your body for you. Hello and welcome to Zombie Kitty podcast. Uh, so, yeah, last week I did my Fright Fest episode and I said that I was going to be doing a spoiler episode for Upgrade. Here it is. Um, very quickly, I'm ill with a cold, so I do apologise if my voice sounds a bit weird. The other thing as well is that this episode's going to be in the same format as the, the cinema or the new release episodes, because originally this was going to be recorded when I went to go see it on my birthday with my best friend, but I forgot my microphone. So <laughs> we didn't end up recording it then, um, but I'm just going to keep it to the same format that I would do. So I'm not doing the INDB plot or anything like that. I think it's been a while since I've done that, actually. But, yeah, this is just going to be in the same format as the new release episodes. Um, so, yeah, I did end up seeing it twice. So I saw it once at Fright Fest, and then I saw it again. Uh, I think it came out a couple, uh, two days later. Um, and here's the thing. This should have been released in a lot more cinemas. <laughs> it was a struggle to find a cinema that was showing this. I think me and my friend Nick ended up going to Westfield, which that cinema is a really nice cinema, but that's not the point. Like it should have been, you know, it should have, this should have had a much wider release because like I said in the previous episode, I love this film. Like this is my favorite film of this year next to probably next to Ready Player One, which I also really enjoyed, but it should have got like a wider release. And it's a shame that it didn't, and it was a struggle to actually find a cinema that was showing it. Like I said, I'm not going to go through the, the plot line or anything. Um, I kind of have done in the previous episode, in my Fright Fest episode. Um, I might end up repeating some things, but this is more going to be spoilers more than anything else. I didn't really want to go into spoilers in the last episode, because there was a lot that I wanted to say. The first thing... Oh, I'm debating whether to just go straight to the ending, but I don't want to do that. Okay, so, yeah, I really like this film. I liked the cinematography. I I said in the last episode that it was a mixture of, like, more a mixture of sci-fi and action, because, I mean, there were some, like, gory moments with the fighting and stuff like that. And it, like I said in the previous episode, it reminded me a bit of Hardcore Henry with the fight scenes. Um, and like the gore content and stuff but it didn't it wasn't constant like a lot of horror like a lot of gory horror films do like it wasn't continuous it was only there when it needed to be Uh, it was a lot more sort of sci-fi actiony I guess also the horror could also come from the, the situation and the ending which okay stuff it let's talk let's let's talk about the ending because I I kind of realised in order to talk about some other points, I need to talk about the ending. So, yeah. Okay, let's do that. So, I think it was the Unfriended uh, Dark Web episode that I mentioned um, the YouTuber Jacksepticeye and Antisepticeye, who's like, he's like, he's like an evil version of him. And I did an article on it as well. The ending to this is literally the same idea as that character. Um, I might put a link in to actually his Halloween video from 2016, because it's, it's literally, very, it's a very similar concept, and even 
something uh, or a film that I did a couple, um, an episode on a couple of weeks ago has pretty much, or even last week, but yeah, so an episode I did last week or the week before, which was Venom, that's got the same concept as well, but it's all in the execution, um, which what makes them all stand out and what makes them all different. And also, like, watching this film for the second time, once you realise why it's called Upgrade. <laughs> uh, so, throughout the whole film, you're thinking, oh, okay, Grey, um, you know, a gang when it killed his wife. He was then, he then was turned into a quadriplegic. He then got stem inserted into the back of his neck. Um, wants to track down who murdered his wife and why. And then it eventually leads him back to um, Erin. So Erin was his client at the time. I mentioned in the previous episode that he... Grey works on restoring like old vehicles and old cars and then sells them off. And at that point, Erin is his client. And Erin shows him STEM, the computer chip that he's been working on. It's not... Grey is not the one getting an upgrade with STEM. It's actually STEM is getting an upgrade with a human body. <laughs> so he eventually he eventually gets led back round to um, to where Erin is, because STEM eventually says, "Oh, you need to you need to kill Erin. He was the one who who started all of this. He was the one who did all of this." Actually, no, it's not. STEM was in control of the whole situation from the start. So STEM was the one who. Because Stem could also see Grey as well when they first met, when they all first met. So Stem was the one who told the gang to go and kill his wife. And one of the gang members injects Grey with something. And at first I thought it was, oh, to knock him out. But actually what he's done is he's, I think it was like, they said it was like a numbing agent that just shut down all his limbs. So then he'd have to go back to Erin and... He, you know, he'd end up wanting to have the the computer chip put into him, and it all spirals from there, and eventually Stem's got a human body. I thought it was cool, but kind of looking back on it, I have a little bit of a problem with that whole twist. Like the twist, I loved because I didn't see it coming at all, and kind of watching it for the second time round, you had that sort of oh my god, I realise why it's called Upgrade now. But at the same time, STEM is a computer chip. How was he able to actually see Grey? And how was he still able to communicate to Erin? I didn't really get that. But I will say, I kind of... I was a bit suspicious at a certain point. I was like, oh, hang on a minute. Because there's a bit where, near the end, where one of the policewomen who's been investigating these the, the wife's murder as well... Um, eventually figures um, Grey's a suspect because um, his bodies start piling up as well and he's always there and they end up in a car chase and Stem ends up saying oh I I found a way to like stop her and he uh, Stem ends up halting one of the electric cars behind them but he can't do that to the police car because the police car is an older model and it's not completely electric. Um, so he shuts down this electric car and it goes smack into the police car. 
Now, at the beginning of the film, the uh, Grey and the wife, the wife owns one of those electric cars as well. And the same thing happens with them. So the moment that I saw, you know, the second electric car go down because of STEM, I was like, wait a minute. Is STEM the one who did who did that previously to them, to like Grey and the wife? So that's when I started getting suspicious. I mean, the twist still caught me off guard. But at the same time, I was a bit like, hang on a minute. <laughs> hang on. I'm starting to get a bit suspicious of this. <laughs> So, yeah, so he ends up finding out that actually Stem was in control of the whole thing. Grey ends up shooting himself in the neck because the, the policewoman who's been chasing him ends, eventually catches up with him. And Stem's going to shoot her. And Grey's going like, no, don't, don't. Like, and then he ends up shooting himself in the neck. And he wakes up in hospital. Now, I was really annoyed the moment I saw this. Because I was just like, wait, are we really going to end it on, oh, it was all a dream. Um, and the wife comes in. I can't remember the wife's name um, off the top of my head. But the wife comes in and goes, oh, hey, you're you're awake. You've been asleep for ages. How are you? Blah, blah, blah. And, you're f- and he hasn't got the voice. He hasn't got Stem's voice in his head. And he's just like, okay, is everything okay? And then it suddenly cuts back to the, where, the policewoman again. And Grey's just standing there like a robot with, like, a blank expression on his face. And he just goes, Grey's not here anymore. He, I, I needed him to, to break his mind, and he broke it. And now I'm control, in control of his body. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> so another thing I want to point out as well is that after Grey gets a stem put into the back of his neck, at one point he wakes up. Uh, I think from a dream or something, and turns over and sees his wife there, who at that point is dead. And then he blinks and she disappears. And Stem goes, oh, are you okay? Um, I noticed you woke up and you were in a a bit of shock. And he was like, yeah, I'm fine. He's like, oh, was it a bad dream? And Grey goes, no, this was more than a dream. That particular bit was Stem going into his memories and practising you know, practising to create a simulation for Grey for later on, um, for the hospital bit, because he needed Grey to still think, oh, he's okay now. He needed Grey to not fight back, basically. So, like, oh, the second time round seeing this, like, once you know how it's all going to go, there's so much foreshadowing and, like, so many clues. Like, there's another bit as well uh, where Eren is before Grey gets stem put into him, and Aaron goes, oh, no, it's just afterwards. And he's sort of doing Tesla to make sure he's OK. And Aaron goes, you know, you're not a robot. You can, you know, move for yourself and think for yourself. However, the moment the Grey moves around after he has STEM implanted in him, he literally moves around like a robot. It's so weird. <laughs> I was just like, yeah, are you sure about that? Another one that Grey says at one point as well, when he's in the hospital bed before having STEM implanted in him, he says that, uh, I think he tries to commit suicide at one point, which is how he ends up back in hospital, uh, which is where Eren goes to see him and talks to him about STEM. But Grey at one point tells Eren, oh, I'm not here to, uh, I'm not here to live my life, I'm here to put an end to it. Which, to be fair, kind of happens at the end again. 
So there, there's weird foreshadowing every now and again if you pick up, if you really sort of pay attention to it. Um, and it wasn't until I saw it the second time where I was just like, oh, okay, that makes sense for that. And that's why that was there. Because the first time around watching it, I will admit I did forget about the weird, like, bad dream bit with the wife. I did forget about that. And then I rewatched it. I was like, oh, okay, this makes sense as to why that's happened. The other thing as well is that there's a bit where... This is something else I didn't really understand. So there's a bit where Grey ends up killing one of the guys, which is how you find out that Stem can take control of his body every now and again if he gives him permission, which is the fight in the trailer, which was awesome, by the way, and amazing. And everyone, like, when I went to go see it at Fryfest, everyone, like, applauded when it finished. It was just like, yeah, this is amazing. Um, but Aaron ends up finding out because he tells Grey that he put a tracking device into STEM. Because he was like, you know, it's an expensive bit of equipment. I'm not just going to let you run off with it. Um, I need to keep track of it. Um, and also it learns from you. So if you're doing bad stuff, it's going to go bad. So and I, and I don't want that. I don't want it turning into a crazy killer. Which, to be fair, it's got a mind of its own anyway, so it didn't really matter. And then STEM ends up after a while saying, you know, if we find a hacker, we can shut that down. And we'll, you know, we'll be off the grid. We'll be on our own. So after a while, he's just like, okay, fair enough. But I don't understand. What I don't get is surely STEM would have known if he's so clever and or if it's so clever and so smart and so powerful. Surely it would have known that it it had a tracking system in it straight away. I don't really get that. I don't know. I just, um, that part I didn't really, like, watching it the second time round, I didn't really get it. The first time round, I was like, okay, makes sense. And then, of course, you get the twist. And it's like, okay, well, hang on a minute. Let's let's think back to that. Um, unless he did it somehow without STEM knowing, because he didn't want, he didn't want STEM to basically go back after him. <laughs> um, but also what you find out is that the moment that they're off the grid, Stem basically ends up saying, you know, I don't need your permission anymore to control your body. I'm now in control of your brain. I'm now in control of your limbs. You don't control that anymore. And I do not need your permission to do to do that. Which that bit is quite scary when that happens because <clears throat> it's after it's after one grey event she says, like, this needs to all stop. Like everything needs to stop. Um, and Stem's still going, no, we've still got work to do, we've still got to do this, this and this. And Grey eventually says, no, just stop, be quiet. And Grey just goes blump and collapses straight back down to the bed. And he can't move. Which was such a weird moment because it's like, there was so much noise going on. And then he goes, stop, and everything just goes quiet. And he just falls back. To which he then goes, like, Stem, what's going on? And Stem says, you know, I, I stopped. And he was like, I don't understand. I can't move my limbs anymore. And he's like, then that's when he explains, like, oh, but that's when it explains. The, you know, you're not the one moving your body around anymore because you, you, you gave that up when, when we hacked into the computer chip. Like, I don't need your permission anymore to do that. Um, I can just take control of your body whenever I want to. 
Um, I can't remember if I mentioned this in the last episode, but it it is literally like if you've watched those like Japanese splatterhouse films, like the really weird ones like Machine Girl and uh, Tokyo Gore Police and that kind of stuff. It reminded me of that because the gang have like gun implants in their arms and like bionic eyes and stuff like that, which was really cool. But it was like, oh, it's Australia's turn to do that now because this is Australian, I think. Yeah, because Lee Winnell's Australian, so I guess it's Australian. But I thought that was really cool. Like it was cool seeing that, seeing it from a different, from a different country's perspective, which is a weird sentence to say. But I'm so used to those sort of wacky ideas being in like Asian films. The last thing I want to bring up is that there were people who were asking for a sequel for this, and I think it has been hinted that there will be a sequel. I don't really know where it would where it would go. I mean, the only thing I can think of is that because basically everyone ends up dying. Everyone ends up dying. Grey gets taken over, and that and it ends. So I feel like maybe the sequel could be Grey eventually realizing that he's not where he thought he was, and like trying to take back control. But I don't really know where it could go from there. I'm not really sure. At the same time, I would love to see a sequel, because <laughs> I loved this film. But yeah, I don't really have anything else to say on on upgrade. It was more I wanted to just do a spoiler episode, where it was like, okay, this, this, and this, and just go completely nuts with it. Because like I said, I didn't want to do that in the previous episode, because I had a lot to talk about with this film, um, and that episode was already already long enough as it was. I don't have a trailer talk to do with this for this one. There isn't really a lot of trailers that have come out that I want to talk about, to be honest. And I haven't really, haven't really listened or watched much in the last few weeks. Um, I've mainly been playing Spider-Man, <laughs> which if you haven't, I'm kind of behind on it at the moment actually. But Spider-Man's really cool, um, and I really really like it at the moment. Honestly, if there was just DLC to do with like the web slinging stuff or like web swinging uh, missions I will be happy with that because that is like my favorite part of the game so far the movements are so fluid and like I love the the controls for it and stuff it just takes a while to get anywhere but I that's still really a complaint I guess because I do like you know swinging around the city in the game so it's not really too much of a complaint but yeah I I'm gonna end the episode here so that was Upgrade. If you have any film suggestions for me of what you think I should watch or actually look at on the podcast, please let me know. I have a Twitter, which is at ZKittyPodcast. I also have a website, which is ZombieKittyPodcast.wordpress.com. I also have an email, which is ZombieKitty182 at gmail.com. And I'm also on SoundCloud and iTunes. But thank you all for listening. And I will see you all soon.